Hello my friends, how you doing? Oh my god, this is episode 8 of the Mednosis podcast. That's two months we've been running this and it is so good to be here again sharing it with you. Today we're going to be looking at anxiety and how anxiety is your friend. So without further ado, sit back and for the next half hour or so, enjoy the thoughts, the inspiration of Rob Chapman. Yes indeed, hello my friends and welcome to the next uh, edition Installment, whatever you want to call it, of the Methnosis podcast. Great to be back with you again. And today I'm going to be talking about anxiety and how actually anxiety is not an illness, it's not a disorder, it is actually your friend and is there to help you. Before I do that, I'm going to give a shout out. Now, a few weeks back, I was on a networking event and part of it we had to team up with somebody and buddy up with someone and have a chat with them away from the event. And I was really fortunate enough to uh, connect with uh, a young lady called Adina Lichtman. Just inspirational. I'm going to tell you a little bit about what she does. She founded an organization called Not Not Give a Sock, which I think is brilliant for many reasons. And the idea of this is it brings communities together in order to help those experiencing homelessness. Now, in addition to providing needed resources, like the socks they collect, um, they also raise awareness about who the homeless are. Because it's very easy, is it not, to, to judge, to just think, oh, you're homeless, blah, blah. We don't know that person's story. So they turn transactions, the collecting of the socks, into interactions, which is are the, the meet-your-neighbor events that they hold. And these are amazing. They're absolutely amazing. They do it through the two-step process. One, they engage a company uh, or a community in hosting a sock drive. So getting, getting basically lots of people together to donate some socks. Secondly, they offer uh, companies the opportunity to host a meet-your-neighbor event dinner. These dinners are amazing. Nobody knows who the homeless person is or who the managing director is, any of that. It's just a group of people who get together to talk and break bread and share food. That's an amazing thing to do because we don't know who the homeless people are. We don't know who's had a good life, who's had a bad life. And these events bring people together from different aspects. And aim of these to break down those barriers, to break down. They foster community engagement through meet your neighbour dinners, which move beyond just the simple collecting and handing out socks and actually further the aim of breaking the stigmas whilst breaking bread. Breaking down those stereotypes we have of homeless people. You know, it could be any one of us. You, me, in fact, I've been in that position. Two years of not being anywhere other than I was fortunate enough to get into a caravan and that was it on someone's drive you know homelessness can happen to any one of us doesn't mean that we're a bad person doesn't make you an addict or anything like that it means that some reason or other life has gone a bit wrong and the work that Adina does is amazing in supporting people who've had that misfortune supporting people who are out on the street and bringing them together into communities to help foster and encourage good feeling and good support. So please, please, please check out Adina's website, knocknockgiveasock.org. If you can support that work in any way, please do. That's a heartfelt please do from me. And Adina, it was, and I've said this to you, an absolute joy, pleasure and inspiration chatting to you. And uh, yeah, I wish you every, every wonderful blessing and good luck in the future with that project. It's amazing.
So I'm going to get on now with uh, talking to you about anxiety. And I'm going to just jump straight in with, with the fact that there's only actually two types of people who you'll ever meet that do not experience anxiety. Firstly, dead people. I don't know why they just don't seem to take their eyes. They don't seem to suffer with stress and anxiety. Um, I'm not quite sure why that'll be. But anyway, the second group of uh, people that don't display any sort of anxiety tend to be psychopaths. Now, if either of those groups of people, if you fancy either being a dead person or, or a psychopath, then um, by all means, you can get rid of your anxiety that way. But it's probably not the best life choice. Uh, you see, there's a reason for why we all, and, and I mean we all, experience anxiety. And the reason that is, is because it's a natural part of who we are. Anxiety is what makes you give a damn. It directs your attention to those things that are important. So imagine, for instance, say you're out on a first date, okay? You really like the person, you want it to go well. A little bit of anxiety means you're going to take care of your appearance. Maybe you'll go to the hairdressers. Maybe you'll buy yourself some new clothes. You know, maybe you'll turn up with some flowers or a gift or something and you'll choose the best place you can take that person to because you want to make an imp impression. This is important. Anxiety means you do that. Anxiety means you go and do those things because it flags up that that's important to you. On the other side, if you um, have no anxiety, you if you could be bothered to turn up at all, because let's face it, it's not important to you. But if you did, you might turn up in your dressing gown, having not washed for a month, because let's face it, you don't care. It's not important to you. Um, and that's the difference anxiety makes. Anxiety is a friend. It's like... You know when you have anxiety, a little bit is fine. A little bit, it just allows you to know that something's important. Something needs your attention. However, it can become all-consuming, affecting our lives. And that's when we go to the doctors. Why? Because that's where we go when we're ill, in inverted commas. The doctor has oh, 10 minutes, if you're lucky, to decide what is wrong and prescribe a solution. What is wrong and prescribing a solution is not good enough. And it's not long enough within 10 minutes to really get an understanding of who you are, where you are, what's going on for you. And nor is your GP or everyday doctor a mental health professional takes them an extra five years of study to become um, a mental health professional. So, but they do their best. I'm not telling you know, doctors do their best by what they know. They give you the pills, um, the pills which often have side effects, one of which can quite often be that these anxiety tablets may cause anxiety. Now, with a tablet, there's always a chance of dependency, you know, that you kind of think that you have to keep taking it, otherwise the anxiety will come back and you become dependent on taking them. And also, you know, if you go to the doctors and the doctor gives you that badge, I now have a disorder, I have an illness, you are officially broken. You can wear that with pride. I mean, we all want to be officially broken, do we not? The fact is, no, we don't. We don't want to be officially broken. We don't want to have a disorder. 
We'd like to think that our lives are good and we're getting on and that we're okay. But the third, the other blow is that now that you've got that badge, that official anxiety disorder, you can be anxious about the times you're going to be anxious. And then you can start getting really anxious about whether you're going to be anxious about being anxious. Does this all sound a bit messed up? Does this all sound a little bit like it's around the wrong way? You see, I genuinely do not believe, and in fact, it is not the fact. Anxiety is not a disorder. It's not an illness. It's a natural emotion. It is part of being human. It has a purpose and it has a function. And to not have anxiety would be to have a disorder. As a human being, if you have not got anxiety, then there is part of you that's not functioning properly. We covered those two people, remember? See, anxiety is an emotion that pops up and says, hey, keep an eye on this. It's like a friend, you know, calling out to you to watch out for traffic if you're in a city, a busy road. If we don't hear that friend straight away, they may have to shout a bit louder. If we still ignore them, maybe they have to shout and scream. Maybe that then hurts our ears and it's a bit uncomfortable. To try to be heard. That friend will have to shout, scream, jump about, really, maybe even grab us and give us a shake. What are you doing? Watch the traffic. Just to be heard. And that's kind of what it is with anxiety. You know, that emotion pops up and it says, hey, just pay attention to this. Be aware of this. This is important. But then if we don't listen, that feeling can get stronger build itself up, get bigger. You see, your unconscious mind is there to do two things. It's to keep you safe and to keep you happy. If it perceives something that may be detrimental to this, then it will trigger an emotion like anxiety to let you know to keep an eye out that you might not want to go there. It'll make the idea of going there feel slightly uncomfortable. It'll make you feel anxious about doing that thing if that thing is perceived as being detrimental to your well-being. I mean, that's like a good friend looking out for you, is it not? And you know what? Most of the time, the unconscious mind and that anxiety part, they do a good job. They do a really good job. However... Sometimes it might not. It's going on what it's learned. It's going on your past experiences and the resources it has. And sometimes it'll get it wrong. Or sometimes we ignore it and it just has to shout. And that's where listening is the key. And I'd like you to listen. To just gently close your eyes for a few moments. Take a nice deep breath in. Don't do this bit if you're driving or operating machinery. Take another nice deep breath in with eyes closed. Just breathe out again. Take a third wonderful deep breath in. I just want you to be aware of 
that part of you that feels most comfortable, most relaxed. Just allow that feeling of relaxation to spin within you. And for the next few moments, just my voice can guide you. You don't have to do anything. Just listen and focus. Relax a little. It's that feeling of comfort spins and relaxes within you. And I want you to imagine. Imagine that you're going to meet a friend. Maybe you can go somewhere that you've always wanted to go. Or maybe you go just to a favourite place, maybe a coffee house somewhere. You're going to meet this friend for a drink. Be there, waiting for that friend. See the things you'll see, hear the things you hear, notice, be aware of, sense and feel all that's happening there. Wherever that is for you, that you're meeting that friend. You wait a few moments and your friend, anxiety, arrives at that place that you're at. Sitting down, anxiety joins you. you greet each other, you say hello. It's good to see an old friend. And you ask that friend, whoever that friend appears to you, to just tell you, to let you know, for anxiety to tell you and let you know at some simple and gentle level what's been going on for it recently what's on its mind, what it's thinking about. And just drift with that, allowing it to speak, allowing that anxious part of you to just tell you about a few of the things it's got its mind on, a few of the things that it's focusing on, why it's doing that. All you have to do is listen. So listen a while. Knowing that at some level that anxious part will let you know gently what the message is that it has for you. That's right, and although this time is just short this time, just know that any time you're feeling a little anxious, worrying about something, you can make an appointment, make a date and meet up with that anxious part of you in the coffee house of your mind. 
You can ask that part what it is it's trying to tell you. And all you need to do is listen. Once you've listened and you've heard that message, you can thank that part of you. Ask it if there's anything else that it needs to tell you. And thank it for sharing today. You take a nice deep breath in. The image of that coffee house dissolves and fades as you find yourself now again listening back to the Mednosis podcast as we continue on exploring anxiety today. And that technique might seem simple, but really, if you practice that, if you create once a day or once a week, just a little time to take out, go to that coffee house in your mind. Go to the coffee house of the mind, sit down, invite anxiety in and listen to that part of you. Just allow it to tell you what's been going on, what it's worrying about. Don't have to give it an answer, you don't have to solve solutions, it just wants to be heard. When you've listened, then you can decide what to do with that information. If you realise there's nothing there really to be anxious about, then you can act accordingly, can you not? When you listen enough to this part of you, this emotion, eventually the logical mind will start to kick in. It will be able to help you act in accordance to the message. Decide whether or not logically there is nothing to worry about. Your unconscious and that anxiety part bases its responses on what has been learned in life. It's not an enemy to be defeated, but a friend to listen to. Yes, when that feeling of anxiety gets really strong, it can feel like a monster because when we do not listen to it, the feeling gets stronger until we do. By then, we often do not like the feeling. Now, one of the ways you can start to change your experience of anxiety is, as we've just looked at, to listen to it. It has something to say. Secondly, I want you to accept. I want you to understand. Anxiety is not an illness. It's not an illness. It's not a disorder. It is a natural emotion that sometimes you ignore. And when you ignore it, it gets more intense because it wants to be heard. It is a natural emotion. You experience anxiety in the same way you experience excitement, happiness, sadness, love. They're all emotions. You know, you never hear. I've certainly never heard of anyone having, look at that person, they're having way too much fun. They have an excitement disorder. It doesn't happen, does it? Or look at that person laughing. They have a happiness disorder. Oh, look, that person's really overtly friendly. They have a friendly disorder. We don't give the title of disorder to things that come naturally and yet we give it to anxiety which is just an emotion it's there as part of our warning system we just need to listen to it and you know what chemically anxiety and excitement in the brain are exactly the same chemical 
It's an emotion that's there, a natural part of you, not to be feared, but to be listened to. And a third way we can work with our anxiety is to monitor that inner dialogue, the way we talk to ourselves. Make a decision now, today, to stop beating yourself up. To silence that negative talk that you give yourself, that winds you up, that pushes a button, that pushes you down, that makes you feel no good. From now on, you'll talk to yourself with kindness, love and positivity, the same way you'd speak to a friend. If you have anxiety, the way you feel is normal. Seeing high anxiety as either mental illness or, oh, it's just in your head, is wrong. It's a natural emotion with your best interest at heart. It's looking out for you, and most of the time it'll get it right. Sometimes it does not. If it was not for anxiety, we'd not live the lives we lead. If evolution, learning how to use tools, learning how to start fires, none of it would have mattered. Oh, I'm freezing cold. Oh, it doesn't matter. I've got no anxiety. I don't need a fire, I'll just, you know, that's fine. We freeze to death because we have no anxiety. Anxiety is the friend that encourages us. It's the friend that helps us evolve, helps us grow, helps us pay attention to things in our lives that need the attention that then makes life better and happier for us. And yes, as I said, sometimes it gets it wrong. Just imagine how well you may not have done in exams job interviews in your life if you had not thought of it as important maybe you've been married for a long time if that wasn't important to you if there wasn't a part of you that made you just be aware that it's important then you probably wouldn't have kept that marriage anxiety helps us see those things that are important in our lives you do not have anxiety it is not a rash it's not a it's not like spots you have spots you do not have anxiety it's an emotion that you experience and by listening to its message it will not need to shout when that anxiety no longer needs to shout to be heard when you start now to move toward it to listen to it, to understand it, to weigh up what it's saying and assess it, I wonder just how much happier you can be. I don't want you to listen to your anxiety all the time. But the more you hear its message, the better you can be. I mean, if a friend pops around for a chat and warns you about the roadworks up the street, you can make plans. You can change your route. And you can feel good, can you not? So my friends, listen to that voice. Don't let that anxiety become the monster that feels uncomfortable because behind that is a friend trying to help you out. Hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Mednosis podcast, looking at anxiety. It's been a pleasure sharing it with you. Um, if you do suffer with anxiety, if it's something that you want to take back control of in your life, then get in touch. You know, we can have a, uh, a free discovery session. It's a 20 minute chat where we talk about where you're at, where you want to be. Uh, and I can help you with that. Get in touch if you suffer with anxiety or if any of this resonates with you. Get in touch. Message me. You can email me rob at robchapman.org.uk. 
www.robchapman.org.uk. Visit the website www.robchapman.org.uk. You can phone me 07800 799 578. I'll say that again 07800 799 578. Do not forget if you're not in the UK to get rid of the zero, put the 44 in there. Do not be a stranger. Do not feel that you cannot change your life. Do not feel that you are by yourself. If you enjoy the podcast, just message me and say, hey, great, I'm enjoying these. If there's something you'd like to hear me talk about, drop me a message. Tell me. Let me know. Let me hear from you. Because I love hearing from you. That's me done. I'm going to sign off now. You guys are beautiful, awesome, and amazing. And I thank you so much for listening to this. Remember, just be amazing. Share the love. So much love. Much blessings. Be blessed, be inspired. Until next time, take care.